G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. David, McDonald's, the family restaurant, uh, we've all had our experiences there. You've come up with a whole bunch of ways that we can learn some things from McDonald's when we're part of a local church. Mm. Yeah, look, whether you actually like or agree with McDonald's uh, is not really the point here. Um, the point is that they are a um, very successful marketing model, and part of that is that they understand how they can reach across the different age groups. For example, you could walk on there, uh, walk into a McDonald's on the weekend, and you see a couple of old people sitting in one corner drinking their free cup of coffee, using their, their pensioners card. You, you might see a few cool teenagers hanging out in one corner uh, in the McCafe section. You, you'll, you'll notice that the, there's a bunch of kids jumping around in the playground and uh, having fun. And uh, at the same time, a couple of parents uh, are probably having their first decent talk for the, um, for the week because their kids are occupied in a safe way and, and they can actually get to sit down, have a cup of coffee together and talk. And so it's all happening. It doesn't matter what age bracket you fall into, there's something for you at McDonald's. But there is a key time when all those different age groups come together. Someone will make the announcement, we're going to get the food now, and uh, suddenly the teenagers will be there, the older people will be there, the kids will be pulled in from their area, and they'll fellowship together over their meal. And... Uh, uh, in some ways, I see this as a great model for the church, or at least there's many aspects of this that we could learn how the church needs to become a place for everybody, for age, for every age. Uh, at the moment, I think in many of our churches, we haven't really um, catered for every age in that same way. There is times when we need to break off and do our own thing with the age groups. Kids, kids love to be with people their own age. But it's, it's actually creating that environment where we can also draw from each other. Um, I remember some, hearing about some research that was done uh, last year and I, I heard on, on one of the breakfast shows um, the, the people talking about this research which talked about kids and drugs and the gist of it was that if families sat down and had one meal together a reasonable number of times in the week, their kids would be much less likely to get into drugs. And this really surprised the, the, the people in the studio. They said, well, well who does that anymore? Who, who sits down as a family and has a meal? And there wasn't one. There wasn't one person in that studio that, that said, well, we do that. But of course, at the meal table, that's where the older generation and the younger generation relate. That's where people talk about what what happened during the day, uh, and and effective communication happens. 
which all the researchers are telling us today um, that kids are most lacking, and that is meaningful connection, meaningful communication across the generations. In fact, there was another piece of research that came out a few years ago that said kids need communication across three generations. So they've got to have good friends amongst their own generation. They've got to have good relationship with their parents' generation. So you've got your uncles and your aunties, and then you've got the grandparent generation. And that the problems that kids are likely to face are noticeably lessened if there has been this this effective communication across these three generations. And that's what I see happening at McDonald's. Um, and that's what I think is probably lacking from most churches. Unfortunately, our churches have taken, by and large, a different model where we now sort of like drop the kids off at daycare, as it were, and parents don't actually see their kids until they pick them up on their way home. Many churches don't even allow their kids to be with the adults during the morning tea break or the refreshment break at the end of the service. So our kids are not actually getting to relate to their uncles and aunties, I guess, if you could put it that way, in the church. And David, one of the things you pick up on too is the idea that McDonald's has stuck with a basic proven menu and they've been able to adapt uh, Mm. to various changes. Yes, yes. So you've got your happy meals right through to your to your latte and your your cappuccino at the other end. It, it's they they've been able to serve up basically the same thing, but at a at a at a way that's appropriate for all all the age groups to enjoy. And um, if if we could somehow see this in the light of what we're actually um, serving serving up in church. Um, the ability to to give a message, for example, that is um, able to be reached to a, a number of different generations at the same time. It takes a takes a bit of a skill, but it, it certainly can be done. It's an area where you can come into contact with a whole bunch of generations all together in the one place, and in some sense, if you don't have uh, that opportunity, you can you can miss the point and the needs of others. Mm. Yeah, look, I think something that many churches used to have that was really good was the old Sunday school picnic. Now, I know we've probably moved a bit beyond this now for, in most situations, but there are... Uh, the, the good thing about the old-style Sunday school picnic was it was the whole church coming together um, and doing things like eating together, having races and activities together and you can still picture the kids and the adults and the young people all doing their thing. Um, we, we need to, as churches, pick up on these type of events. Um, things like having, for example, if a church has a, a, a bush dance where all ages can come to family nights. Um, one of the great movements that's really growing around the churches in Australia today is called Messy Church. I don't know if you've come across this, but it's a, it's a program where maybe once a month the church will open its doors to a Messy Church type program where um, church members and others of all generations come and do messy things like play games or do craft work or uh, fellowship and network together. Um, in, a, in, a, in a quite a different way. 
what what many churches are saying who use this program is that it's suddenly getting all these generations together again relating talking fellowshipping and i am familiar with the messy church uh, focus and one of the things i guess that you draw uh, an analogy with with McDonald's is the idea that uh, children are allowed to make a mess in McDonald's yeah, yeah. and uh, somebody else cleans up. But that ability to be able to make a mess and be yourself mm. uh, is an important part of, of that authentic experience in church life. Yeah, uh, in, in some situations, children need to be allowed to be just children. Uh, in other words, they need to allow be allowed to be themselves. And certainly in a... In a something like a messy church program or a bush dance or a Sunday school picnic or uh, even a Christmas party. These are events where children can be free to be part of an intergenerational um, event and, and yet still be themselves. Well, David, it's great talking about this topic and uh, I know I won't be able to eat a Big Mac again without thinking about the fact that there is uh, some lessons to be learned philosophically from how McDonald's does business, understanding demographics and knowing what it is uh, to be a local church that wants to meet the needs of people across many generations. David Goodwin is the author of the book called Lost in Transition and uh, there'll be a link to how you can get a hold of David's book on our 2020 page at vision.org.au. David, it's a pleasure talking. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Hey, thank you very much. It- great before you go thanks for listening there's lots more great audio on demand or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au and remember vision is listener supported your donation large or small will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across australia and around the world learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au